now you're just making some stories up. And once you get to that point, right? You make you just you're just psyching yourself up and giving yourself fake excuses. See, fear is fake fake excuses appearing real. It's not real. Seven years ago, I started my first business and made my first million dollars within 18 months. I took that knowledge that allowed me to experience freedom and I share it with others so that way they can experience their success. Now I own and operate the fastest growing marketing agency in the nation. I write books, I speak on stages across the country, I'm surrounded by the top 1% of business owners and it's because of one understanding. To win in life, you just need to be better than you were yesterday. Welcome to Progress Daily with Andy Ardea. Welcome to another episode of Progress Daily. Andy Day coming back at you live with the episode of Progress Daily. Now today I want to talk to you about fear, getting scared, getting nervous, and what it actually means. Let's First of all, let's look up what fear actually means. If we go to Oxford Languages and we click on Define Fear, Fear is an unpleasant emotion. Now, you got to understand the what I'm sharing with you word for word. Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or is a threat. So if we talk about understanding verbiage, if we talk about understanding words, we need to break down the, under, the, the actual sentence so that way we understand what Oxford language is defining as fear. It means that it's a, an emotion that's unpleasant. But what is it caused by? Fear is caused by a belief that in the future, someone or something is dangerous and is likely to cause pain. So if we understand that it's a belief, we can change our beliefs by what? By having a system. So today I'm going to teach you a system that I personally use to overcome fear and overcome that challenge. Okay, so on your notepad, if you if you don't have a notepad, grab your l- dusty, lofty, you know, phone over here, and I want you to grab your notes and open up your notes. If you're listening to me, watching this on YouTube on your phone, don't grab your notes. Just remember this, okay? Because you won't be able to listen as well as write the notes. So fear is the belief that something in the future is going to happen that can cause pain or is a threat. But what is belief? Let's define that word. Let's go deeper and define the word belief. Because we just say belief, you know, it's just believing. Let's go deeper and define what belief is. So belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. Accepting. A belief is accepting. So fear is accepting meaning that you have the opportunity to reject. Fear is accepting that something, a statement, is true. So if someone, like, you know how in middle school they say, I'm talking about we're going down deep and into the, to the basics of the basics. Because that's where our beliefs are driven from is when we're younger. It's when we were in middle school, when we were in high school, when we were uh, uh, kids. You know, many people don't learn past 12 years old, not learning new life skills past 12 years old. I believe this is why many years ago, 100, 200, 300 years ago, at 14 years old, man, you were an adult. Okay? At 14 years old, you're an adult. Okay? So 
belief is an acceptance that a statement is true. So meaning that whatever is bound to happen in the future, we are accepting the negative portion is true and the negative portion that's going to cause pain is true. So in order for us to be confident and to change our uh, state, we need to change our belief. Therefore, we need to change what we accept. Okay? So on your notepad, I want you to write and or understand that I use a system, which is very simple, which is and. So I want to think the worst case possible. Now, I understand, like, when we talk about personal development gurus, they're not telling you to think. They're not telling you to think bad. And, and, and why not to think bad? Like, I want to go into deep thought. I'll give you a scenario. In Los Angeles, there is uh, what we call a float lab, where if you're in uh, Westwood, which is right next to Beverly Hills, if you go to Westwood, I go there. If you go, if you're right next to Beverly Hills, uh, there's a float lab. Shout out to the float lab, where they put, they submerge you in water, but you don't go underwater. You you lay on top of the water and you float on top of the water. And there's like thousands of pounds of Epsom salt in the water, and your buoyancy, like you're floating on the water. Like easily, so there's so much salt that you just lay on top of the water. You don't even you don't even go into the water. You just lay on top of the water, and it's a deprivation tank, sensory deprivation. So meaning that it takes away your senses, and because it takes away your your hearing sense, your hearing senses, and the way that it does it, it puts you in nearly like a soundproof room, and the room is black, full full with water, which you lay down on into this tank. Okay, so I, I when I go inside, I lay in it. I lay in that tank, and I can't hear anything. It's pitch black. I can't see anything, and I'm butt naked. Now in this tank, I think about my death. I go hard. I go into. I feel the death. I remember this one time I was in the tank, and I believed for a moment that I was laying down, like my body turned into water. Like whatever I died, whenever I died, my body turned into water, and I was laying down in the water. Of my dead body. True story. Now, this may be graphics for some of you who are like, you know, under the age or, or, or who you have like soft stomachs, people who have soft stomachs and stuff. So I lay down on this water like I was dead. Okay. And I believed I was dead for a moment. And I, I experienced my death. And then I uh, wake up and I come out and I'm like, okay, I ain't dead. So what are you going to do between now and that time? You know, I told my mom, I said, mom, I accepted my death. And my mom said, yeah, like that's the normal, that's normal. If you're looking to do some extraordinary things, you got to put up like whatever you're scared of in your day-to-day life, you got to put that up to your fear. And if you can accept your fear, whatever you, you, you're scared of compared to your fear, if, if, if you accept your death, then this small little thing like starting a business is nothing. It's nothing. Okay. So I want you to like think of and, and this is how the and system works. The and system works is that you think of what's the worst case scenario of something that can happen to you when you're put up to an opportunity for you to expand. So when you have an opportunity to get bigger, to live life, to start a business, to go into a certain training, when you have the opportunity to uh, level up, typically what's going to happen is fear is going to be in the middle between where you're at and what you want to accomplish. Like literally in the middle of where you're at and what you want to accomplish. So you many times you may hear me under say that fear is a direction. It is true. 
If you look at the the highest paid individuals, whether they're an actor, a speaker, a businessman, or a businesswoman, you will realize in their story, look at Oprah's. You would realize in their story, Oprah had to quit her job. You would realize in their story that there was a huge mountain of fear. And the bigger the fear, the bigger that mountain, the bigger the fear and the bigger that mountain, the bigger the reward on the other side. You see, if you overcome little tiny fears, little bumps of fears, like a little bump of fear might be like buying a car. It might be a little bump of fear. That's, like, that's, like, that's not even a mountain. That's a little, little bump, little turd of fear. It's not real. If you overcome a huge fear that you have, a belief, an acceptance that something negative will happen, if you overcome that and you decide not to believe in that, whatever that negative is, and you believe in the positive, your life will change on the other side. Have you ever heard of someone doing something extraordinary and they weren't scared? When we look at Martin Luther King, Martin, Martin Luther King did something that was tremendously fearful to him. He went against the nation's rules at the time. He went against his town's rules at the time. And he created something that was amazing. Changed not only his life, but my life. I was able to be in school with people that didn't look like me. So understand that when you overcome fear, when you overcome that fear, there's a group of people that's depending on your success. Like, like there's a group of people, like when you think about success, uh, fear is a prerequisite. And before you reach success, you're going to experience a tremendous amount of fear. And that's the prerequisite for success. Then once you hit success, there's a group of people that's dependent on your success. True story, true story of my life. There was a scenario where this young dude, this young buck, probably like 16, 17, 18, maybe 19, I'm not too sure. But I know the kid wasn't living the life that he, did, that he wanted to live. And what I recognized is that I saw him at a restaurant. I walked into a restaurant. It was like one of my off days. I was wearing my flip-flops. I walk into a restaurant. And when I walk into, it's like a Hawaiian restaurant. When I walk into the Hawaiian restaurant, I see this young dude sitting down on, the, on one of the seats, not even eating, I don't think. And then he was reading the Nike book, the book about how Nike got started by the CEO of Nike. So this is a guy who's interested in personal development and interested in success. So I see him reading the book. I literally walk out of the restaurant, go to my car, grab a book, and I get my book, my No More Average book. I grab my book. And I give him a copy of my book, and he saw my face on the cover, and he was like, oh, cool, this is dope. And I grab my food, I order my food, and I, and I grab the food, and I turn around, and I see this dude gone. He's not even there anymore. He's not there. And after a few months, I, I hosted an event. So I'm thinking that I was going to sign the book for him, but I couldn't find him. And after a few months, October of, uh, this was October 2019, I see him at one of my events. And the way I saw him was at the end of the event, there's like 300 people in the audience. And he asked me, hey, Andy, he saw me at the end of the event. He said, hey, Andy, can you sign my book for me? And then I signed his book. And I said, how did you get here? Like, how do you know about me? And how did you get the book? And that's when I remembered his, like, who he was. I remember his story. I remember who, where, how, we, how we met, which was not even a meeting. I just saw the guy. And then he ended up being like 18 years old. And he said that, hey, man, I did not know 
about this idea of success. I had no idea like what was possible for me. 18 years old, on drugs, living on his own, doing like living on the streets. And I looked at the dude and I saw myself in this guy. And I said, dude, you know how like life is possible for you. Then he said, I'm not doing drugs. I want to open up a business. I want to start a business. I want to, I want to be like you. So who depends on your success? What group of individuals, when you become successful, depends on you? And are you going to overcome that fear or are you going to regress and go back to what you're comfortable with? See, if you make a decision based on comfortability, if you make a decision based on how you feel, like, oh, I, that, feels, that feels weird, that feels odd, that feels different. Our brain is naturally wired to be set up in a way that if we find things wrong, because our brain is trying to protect us from doing something different because we don't know what's on the other side. But if you've never touched a million dollars before, if you've never touched 100000 never held 10000 or even 1000 cash, I don't know, if you've never had a large lump sum of money, you got to do something that different than you've ever done in the past. Remember my first business? My first business was at 19 years old. I opened up cell phone stores on the East Coast. I come, I come from the smallest city in, the, in uh, the smallest state in the country. And in the smallest state, I was raised in the smallest city in that state. And what I learned was I lived in an area that was crabs in a bucket, meaning that this small city that I'm living in is one square mile, by the way. And everyone's out to get theirs. Everyone's hustling for what they want out to get theirs. So that means crabs in a bucket means if when you put a crabs in a bucket, by the way, as crabs are going out, the other crabs are coming, bringing that in, bringing the, bringing the crab back in. So as one crab tries to leave the bucket, the other crab thinks that the way that this crab can leave is by pulling this crab down and trying to leave the bucket. So they're kind of doing this. like They're like kind of doing one of these type things, okay? So what that means is that you're never going to get out. You're never going to get out. That's what crabs in a bucket means. So that's where I come from. And at 19, I received an opportunity where someone looked at me. He said, Andy, I believe in you so much. I think you should open up your own business. And I looked at this dude. and I said, dude, do you know where I come from? I'm a college dropout. I'm black. I'm overweight. Like what? Do you see these odds that I stacked against me? Plus, I'm from the hood. Do you see these ahas that I stacked against me? I was scared, and those were my excuses. My limitations became my excuses, but ultimately, it was actually my crutch. It was like the things that weren't supporting me to progress. I was scared. I was actually so scared that I knew in my heart that I wanted to be a businessman. I wanted to be a business owner. I knew that in my heart, but I went I, I went to the gym, okay, when, I, when I, was, I was actually coming out of the gym, and, and this guy said, Andy, I think you should open up your own business. I went back into the gym. I went to the bathroom, and I was thinking about the negativity of opening up a business. And I thought about what failure would look like, and my head started throbbing so bad that I actually started bleeding out of my nose. My head was throbbing so bad, thinking about fear. I was psyching myself to death. And it's only a human that can create something like this. Only humans can actually be sitting down and have negative thoughts and their heart starts to race. Only humans can do that. See, animals respond based on what's around them. Only humans can think about something negative and their heart starts to race and then their body experiences the effects. So I was thinking myself like to failure. And then that's when I made the decision, I'm going to open up the business. Now, I had just enough money for college, but I used that money. I dropped out of college and I used that money to open my first business. 
it was like it was like seven grand. It wasn't a, it wasn't like now it wasn't much, but at nineteen years old, seven thousand dollars is a lot of money. That that's that was my world. I might make a stupid decision and make and lose seven thousand dollars tomorrow, but that doesn't that wouldn't really like really impact me. So that was back then. That was actually seven years ago. I invested my my money, my hard earned money, and within five months, five and a half months, I made a hundred grand back. That was my first. I was nineteen. I didn't even turn twenty yet. I made a hundred grand. Had I stayed in my fear, I would have and and I and stayed to my my seven grand. What would have happened is I would have done what was comfortable, which was probably buy a car, you know, buy a little apartment. And then I would have been in this rat race. I would have never experienced something different. I would have been in this rat race. So what I'm sharing with you is if you want to experience something new, you got to do something new. So the and system means that if I, if I'm going to compare the worst case scenario, like this is my death over here. I'm going to compare the worst case scenario to my death. So for example, if it's like opening up a business and, and you got you to invest $7,000 to open up a business. So okay, I take my seven thousand. Even if you only have like seventy five hundred, and you're left with seventy seven uh, five hundred bucks. Like, say if I had seven thousand five hundred bucks in my account right now, and I receive an opportunity to expand to do something nor- uh, new for my life, and I had the option to keep the seventy five hundred dollars in my bank account or invest it to grow. Had I made that decision at ni- at nineteen to keep the money and use it for like my my living and my expenses and and my family and so on and so forth, I wouldn't have been able to financially be taking care of my family now that, that I am, because it was a series of events that followed me as being an entrepreneur. So we look at the scenario. If I invest the seven thousand five hundred, I want to look at the worst case scenario and I want to compare it to my death, and I want to say and. So here's how the and system works. I think of the I think of the worst case scenario, and let's say I open up a business, and the first month I don't lose I don't make the rent, and now what happens next? Like you, you got you got to mentally find out and create what happens next, and each time that you create something new that happens next, compare it to your death. So making rent compared to my death, and the, like my death is worse than than missing out on rent. Okay, now keep on going. Uh, if I like, what's the, what's something bad that can happen? Um, I lose my house and I compare it to my death. Okay. So I know that death is worse. Okay. Um, I lose my house cause I can't pay the mortgage. Okay. And all right. All right. Then, um, I, I lose my car. You weren't born with, I wasn't born with a car. You weren't born with a car and okay. I lose my car. Uh, my kids won't be fed. And uh, they're going to get fed. We'll figure out a way. So, and uh, now you're just making some stories up. And once you get to that point, right, you make, you're, just, you're just psyching yourself up and giving you, yourself fake excuses. See, fear is fake, fake excuses appearing real. It's not real. So we were talking about fake excuses looking like it's real, but it ain't real. So now you start going, you start, you know, creating all these end scenarios and then you realize like it's not worse than death. Now we understand that, it's, that death is worse. All right, cool. So now we're going to go to the other side and look at the best case scenarios. Let's talk about the best case scenarios now. Now I want to, now we don't spend so much time focusing on the worst case scenarios. Now I want to look at the best case scenarios. I opened up a business. Okay. And, um, 
I hire employees to work the business for me. And um, they make enough money that they take care of themselves financially. And I take care of myself financially. And I, I'm able to uh, start up my, school, my, my college fund for my children. And I buy a bigger house with more bedrooms so I can have my family be with me. And I, buy, I retire my mom. And I retire my dad. And so that now I, I already understood the worst case scenario is not worse than death. See, fear is your brain trying to protect you from your death. That's what your brain is set up for. We understood what the definition was in the beginning, right? When we went to under defining the fear, fear is the unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or is a threat. So we're talking about death here. That's what your brain is set up for. Your brain is set up to protect you from dying, from your death. So the decision to get bigger and grow and expand in life and do greater things, your brain is going to say, this is different. Are we dying? That's what, the, that, that's what the, the, the butterfly feeling in your stomach is. Are we dying? It's a question. Your brain is asking you a question. Are we dying? So when you get an opportunity to do something different, your brain is like, are we dying? That's all that's taking place. So that feeling... That butterfly feeling, your brain is just saying, are we dying? If you compare it to your death, that decision, you're telling your brain, yo, we ain't dying. Death is over here. What we're operating at is over here, and this is the worst-case scenario, and the worst-case scenario is not death. So on the other side, we focus on the best-case scenario. Now we understood already that the worst-case scenario is not death. All right, great. Let's go on the other side. The other side is now we focus on the best-case scenario. See, if I want to put my focus on something— I want to commit to the best case, uh, best case scenario. Focus, F-O-C-U-S. Follow one commitment until successful. F-O-C-U-S. Follow, F. O, one commitment. C, commitment. U, until. S, successful. So follow one commitment until you're successful. That's focus. So I want to focus on the belief the good, like the, the, the strong belief, the belief that I want to happen, which is the success. So if I may have two options here, the worst case scenario, and we already understood the worst case scenario is not even close to death. So I'm okay with taking advantage and taking a leap of faith because the worst case scenario is not even death. And on the other side, we have a belief that something good's going to happen. So let's focus on the good, which is follow one commitment. Until you're successful. See, when we look at the top successful people, they have the same 24 hours that you and I have. When we look at the highest paid individuals, they may come from the same predicament that you and I have. Maybe you are just like me and you weren't given a silver spoon. You weren't given a silver platter of the, the finest, luxurious foods. Like, I ate ramen noodles. That was my gourmet meal. When we put pepper we would put pepper, and then we will take it out of the plastic bowl, and we will put it into like a, a regular, uh, you know, regular bowl, and we would put it by the window seal, and we watch the steam, and I would feel like I was at a night, like a nine star restaurant. Ooh, you saw the steam come up. You saw the pepper. You saw the pepper flakes. Ooh, you put a little bit of salt in there. Ooh, you got, mm, 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 mm. already thinking about how it feels, how it tastes, baby. And that whole meal cost twenty eight cents. That's where I come from. So if you come from a similar predicament like me, where your parents weren't born rich, 
Your family wasn't born rich. You don't have a rich uncle that's that's taking care of you. You don't have a rich aunt that's dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars in your bank account. If you come from an area just like me, recognize that we have an opportunity to experience success, but it takes a decision. Number one, attack fear. Recognize that where you're at, there's a mountain of fear. The higher the mountain of fear, the higher the reward on the other side. So what I see is that if I experience fear, fear is a direction then. So if I'm experiencing fear, that's the direction I need to go in. Like it's not the comfortable. I already know what's going to happen. If I feel comfortable about a decision, then I already know what the outcome is going to be. I don't want it. Like if I had an opportunity right now, right? So where in my studio? I pay for the studio. I pay for this mic, I pay for this laptop, I pay, pay all the equipment around me, I pay for the, the, all the desks that's all out here, the computers, we have a bunch of computers here, you know, a bunch of equipment, I pay for all that. This was an investment from for me. If I, did, if I said, hey, did I, did I do it because I, I felt comfortable with the decision? Of course not. Of course not. I felt comfortable recognizing that I was experiencing fear. I was scared. I was nervous. That's why I did it. If I felt comfortable, I probably would have done it. If I, if I said, oh, you know, we could, we could just open up and expand, expand, I probably wouldn't have done it. So what it takes is a sense of direction, and that sense of direction is fear. If I could ask the man upstairs, God Almighty, if I could say, God, give me a direction, as soon as I feel that bubble, like that scaredness, that fear, and my brain starts to hurt, and my guts, and I'm nervous, and I'm scared, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I should do this, then I'm doing it. Because I know on the other side, success is on the other side. You see, when we look at the highest paid individuals, the most successful individuals, they have this experience already. They go to the mountain of fear. They make a decision to do something, and they say, okay, fear is right here. And they say, I'm going to attack it. I'm going to overcome it. And on the other side, we look at those people and we say, oh, my gosh, how did they become successful? Teach me how. Teach me how. And no one has ever told you that the prerequisite before the processes, before the systems, before the softwares, before the tools, before the knowledge was fear. No one ever told you. That before any of those extra stuff that you can buy and find out and buy online and find online, the prerequisite was overcoming fear. So next time you're in a position of fear, think about the worst case scenario. Really feel the worst case scenario and compare the worst case scenario to your death, to the, like what death will look like. Then... If you realize that you did not die from making that decision by going down the worst case, like keep going, like, and like keep going down the worst case scenarios, keep going down the worst case scenarios. Then once you realize you did not die, then go to the other side. And the other side is the best case scenarios. Now I want you to experience the best case scenarios. Like the same way that I experienced death, I experienced life at the fullest. I'm not talking about a mediocre life where I'm scared to take every step and I don't make any decisions because I'm scared to take every step. 
I'm talking about living life at the fullest, traveling if that's what your life looks like, bringing your family out on the road if that's what that looks like, speaking on stages. I know that was for me. Like, that was one of my things. I want to speak on stages. So I took me and my team on tour. So what does fear look like for you? And make a decision based off the best case scenario and focus on, the, on creating the best case scenario. Because the best case scenario, if, if, if you said the best, case, the best case scenario is I make a, a couple of million bucks, I put money to the side, I've invested, I've helped people, I've created nonprofits based on me overcoming my fear and becoming successful. I created nonprofits, I've helped people that grew up just like you. If that's what success looks like, then focus. Focus on that. And if that, remember what focus stands for, by the way, focus is follow one commitment until successful. And your commitment is the best case scenario. You will not experience the best case scenario if you do not experience that fear. It is impossible. So in order for you to experience the best case scenario, you have to overcome the fear that's blocking you. Okay? And the fear doesn't get easier over time. The fear gets harder over time. But your success is by making a decision and taking action fast. And don't wait and don't hesitate. Because what's the difference between the person who's 90 years old and never experienced his or her dreams compared to the person who's 40 and 30 years old living their life at their fullest potential? The difference between the person who's 90 is that they waited. The person who's 30 and 40 and 50 and 60, whatever the age is, they took a decision. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. When we talk about growth and expansion, take action fast and make a decision to expand so that way you can take care of you and the people that depend on your success. I'll see you on the next episode of Progress Daily with Andy Audate.